welcome back to episode D's of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense, all at the same time. Here I've got the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. Talking smoothly with a low voice, because yesterday I had a headache. So that is why there was no episode yesterday. And I'm bouncing back today. I worked out today. And here is the playlist. So, starting off with The Way the World Actually Is by Akira the Don and Alan Watts. The One I'm Waiting For by Reliant K. 100 Bad Days by AJR. Hollywood by Group Love. Landslide by Paradise Fears. I'm in touch with your world by the cars, the heart of life by John Mayer, swallowed by the sea, or swallowed in the sea by Coldplay, dark blue by Jax Mannequin, Montana by Owl City, everything's coming up roses by the night terrors of 1927, falls apart by Sugar Ray, make you feel pretty by Lovely the band, I don't like that name for the band, ugh, gross, goodbye stranger, by Supertramp, Lampshades on Fire by Modest Mouth. Hopefully I didn't say Modest Mouth, it's Modest Mouse. Really Gone by Churches with a V and ending it off with Over Water by Adam Young, which that's a good send off. It's nice and peaceful, quiet, which is all I need this weekend. Boy, when I get a headache, I get a damn headache. My god. <sighs> well, with that said, this weekend, even with a headache, I was able to do a game night with a couple friends playing some jacks games over, I guess, using our phones. It's a cool app, it has like Fibbage, and I think it's Quiplash, or Quicklash, and a couple other like party packs. It has a ton of games on there, and a lot of them are pretty much, they give you a sentence, and you have to fill in the answer, and you just fill it in with whatever ridiculous answer that you want to give them, whether it's honest or truthful, and then people pick which is the best answer, and things like that, so... It was a good night. I toughed it out. I toughed it out. I had a headache, but I still played. (sighs) There was an auction game for, like, artwork. And you got to draw on your phone. That game was kind of cool. I liked it. And then you bought everybody's pieces of art. And you didn't know which one was going to sell for more or the ones that would sell for nothing. And that one was kind of fun. Except for it takes a little longer. I I like games. I like games. It's a a shame. I would rather pick a physical game or card game with the people in-house than actually do it remotely. I think the remoteness of last night was kind of a little... Like, it's not as good as having people, like, live with you. 
I will say with a headache, it probably was for the best, but there's something about being around a table and playing a game and the conversations just bouncing back and forth, bouncing back and forth. And I remember as a kid having a game night. My mom made at a point to have a game night every week. I believe it was Tuesdays. It could have been Wednesdays, but there was literally no electronics, no TV, just games. And I believe I was pretty young at that time, so it was shoots and ladders. I think sometimes Scrabble, you know, games of that nature. But regardless, with the times we live in today, if you have to do it remotely, I guess Jack's TV games are pretty good. They're pretty good. And I've been playing them at work too. I don't really mention work that much on here, but it's a good way to keep camaraderie and to just bring everybody together because nowadays we're living and working from home. Now let's get to the topic. So I think I'm just going to talk about two movies that we watched. So my GF has been on a good roll of picking movies. She had She's the Man, then White Chicks, and two days ago now, we watched The Hot Chick with Rob Schneider. All three of these movies I did not see when they were out during the times they were released. But seeing them now, it's pretty funny. And I'm... I don't know if I'm a full fan of Rob Schneider. Like, whenever I see him, I'm always thinking he's just gonna do some silly role in a Adam Sandler film, which technically this one was an Adam Sandler film, but he wasn't doing some sidekick silly stuff. He was actually the, you know, the main character, and he played it really well, really well. There's a bunch of funny moments in this part, especially the part where they go into the bar. And he has to, since he's, his body got swapped into a girl's body, he has to learn how to use the guy's bathroom and just how to interact with people. And him at the bar was just so funny with the, um, (laughs) with the, uh, with the bartender and then also the people in the bar. It was pretty good. And for all the funniness that was in it, for all the humor, there was a really good message as in accepting people for who they are. You know, I don't care if you want to dress like this. I don't care if you look like this. Whether you're my sister, whether you're my girlfriend, whether you're part of my family, whether you're my friend, I'm going to accept you for who you are. And I think that that's a really sweet message. And I I think it gets lost when you, say if you go into a DVD, like into a store and you're going to buy a DVD and then you see the hot chick and you see just the name Rob Schneider and a couple other people, but you see the main idea, and you don't think that it's gonna 
have such a positive message. You think it's just going to be some silly humor, and that's about it. But, I would highly suggest it. I wouldn't say it's the greatest movie on earth, but I wouldn't say it is the worst. And, um, if you want a few good laughs and you want a really nice message, pretty good. And I have to say, there was, like, a common theme with these three movies that she picked out. Like, she's the man, she dresses up as her brother, white chicks, the, the, the Wayne brothers dress up as the two white girls, and then in the hot chick, the girl and the character Rob Schneider plays, they swap places. So, everybody's switching bodies here. Everybody's trying to look like somebody else. Everybody's in a different body. Everybody's trying to get back to their real body. I don't know, but it was a good run. It was a good run. And uh, last night, again, keeping the ritual and keeping the movie night alive, we watched the movie, we watched Mr. Holland's Opus. And it's been a while for me to see that movie, but after seeing it again, it really reminds me It's like the musical version of Forrest Gump. You know, it goes through all the different generations and the changes that occur. But obviously it focuses around Mr. Holland, who wants to be a great composer. But instead finds himself becoming a teacher. And it's it's such a good movie. I would... The only nitpick I would have is that it's just a tad too long. It's like 2 hours 20 minutes. If it was like 2 hours, like take away 21 minutes and it was just 1 hour 59 minutes, it would be perfect. But I don't know what you would take out of this movie because what they're trying to get across the screen to you is so impactful. And I mean... It's funny, when I say I'm really, like, a movie really, like, touches me emotionally and everything, I kind of get nervous when I show other people, because I don't know if they're gonna have the same reaction as me. And if I'm getting all, like, my emotional strings tugged, and, you know, I'm getting teary-eyed, and other people aren't, I don't know, it almost, like, messes with me a little bit. I almost get the feeling like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are you watching what I'm watching? (sighs) But it's such, it's such a good film. And after watching Soul from Pixar, it's really, the two main characters kind of have like a similar, a similar buildup. You know, they have such these high dreams. But instead, they have to relinquish those dreams just so that they could provide for their family or for just themselves and survive in life. And I think that's such a relatable message because if you think about it, 
with all the people in the world today, I would... What's the percentage? I would say no more than 10% of people actually get to do what they really, really, really want to do in life. And thinking about that, that is so sad. It's, it's, it's really sad. It's, life is a fine line balance between doing what you have to and doing what you really want. And you really have to find the balance between the two. And I just think that this movie does a great job. I mean, all the actors and actresses across the board were just are just amazing. The music is brilliant. His American Symphony is awesome. When they start adding in those electric guitars, oh man, that's such a awesome, awesome um, moment. But, um, I don't know. I love the movies that seem really real. The, the ones that aren't just, you're picking up roses all the time. You know, he doesn't get, he, you know, he doesn't get to be the grand composer. He has a child who unfortunately is 90% deaf. He has to take a job that really takes over his life. However, over time, he really appreciates it and realizes that's exactly what he wants to be doing. Towards the end, he has this great moment to where he says you know I just fell into this job and it's the last thing I wanted to do but 30 years later it's the only thing I want to do and that's at the moment to where he's being let go he's retiring and he thinks that he's making such an impact and then he finds out that he's expendable and that is so heart-wrenching it's so freaking heart-wrenching so I highly suggest go see Mr. Holland's opus if not for the story hear the music it is wonderful stuff it is truly a great movie and it's really fun to see those actors like on the young side like Richard Dreyfus, young and and all the other great performances it's just so weird nowadays seeing their faces like in that in that um, in, the, in that sense it's really interesting but if you want something really real and you want to connect with some characters, go see Mr. Helen's Opus. And this has been episode 10 of Leia VOTP.